Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Now the fastball hit hard by Ramirez and through. This might give Cleveland the lead. Bo Naylor's around third, and he will indeed score. Swings and lines it into center field to tie the game. Into the gap it goes. Extra bases for O'Hearn. It's 2-2 two two in the eighth inning. The Orioles have done it again late. Naylor. Skies it down the right field line. Frazier all the way out the second base. Man, and he cannot make the play. Everybody's safe, and it's 4-2 Cleveland. Henderson into left field. Juan's there, and that'll do it. And the Guardians win game one of this four-game series as they down the Baltimore Orioles 5-2. That was a little uh, combo platter for you of uh, Fox Sports. And Cleveland, Guardians Radio, talking about the win last night for Cleveland as the Guardians beat the Orioles 5-2 in the opener of a four-game series. Guardians had just come off getting swept by Kansas City there. Orioles just took two out of three from the Astros in Houston. And for the Orioles, what we saw last night was an inability to hit with runners in scoring position I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say again because they lead Major League Baseball in that category. Lately, huh? Lately. Well, not lately. The last two games, because they were putting them crooked numbers in the first two and the last two against Tampa. But the last couple of games, they've struggled to perform. I do want to issue an apology to our listeners. Nolan, when was it? Was it yesterday or Wednesday? that I got on the air and said that uh, CNL Perez had not given up an earned run since July. I think it might have been yesterday. I, no, I was here. Oh. So that was Wednesday. Wednesday. Vinny was here. So that was Wednesday. And then I'm like half joking, because even now it's in my head. As Ryan Ripkin would say, I'm domed up. Because when I say these things, that the opposite will happen. So what happens last night with CNL Perez? Plunks a guy. Walks a guy and gives up a hit, loads the bases. Then the bullpen allows all three to score. And you're at Adam Frazier's uh, miscue, second base. I will say this, though. And I know people melt down over the course of a nine-inning game. And then once the 27 outs are completed, you kind of calm down because the Orioles tend to win 
more than they lose. But I was a little frustrated last night with Anthony Santander because I thought he was up multiple times in big situations for the Orioles. Remember, bases loaded. Weak fly ball to the outfield. And in that situation, it was first and second. Rutschman lines one off the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see it? If it didn't hit the pitcher, it's a base hit through the box and a run scores. So it hits the pitcher, Gaddis, making his first start in forever after posting a plus six ERA in the minors. On a pitch count, nonetheless. It gets through him. Orioles take the lead. So it lines off Gaddis instead. It's bases loaded. And then uh, Tony Taters kind of flies out meekly to the outfield. And then he strikes out with a runner on second. He did ground out and get a ribby as he was the DH last night. But I think for the Orioles to achieve their full success as a team, and granted it's only two games, Anthony Santander's got to be a guy. And with Ryan Mountcastle out, maybe till the playoffs, Santander's got to come through. He's over three with runners in scoring position last night. So he's got to make that happen. I thought Aaron Hicks, by the way, could have made an effort on that fly ball that uh, Frazier tried to uh, Willie Mays. Because usually the right fielder, the outfielder gets that. Right. You come running in, you call him off, and maybe, you know, maybe that, that hamstring that kept him out of the lineup for a couple of games was flaring up. But needless to say, Frazier's got to make it. But the Orioles, it was all on the offense last night. Things got Keystone Cops in the eighth. And then the Orioles did have the tying run at the plate in the ninth with Gunnar Henderson in Class A's uh, premier closer. And then Gunnar Lines went out to left field. So that's all she wrote. Frustrating part about it was earlier in the day, Tampa was down in the ninth inning. And they come from behind and walk off the Angels. So we're sitting here, and I'm listening to the game on Sirius. Not the Oriole game. I was watching the Oriole game. Listening to the Tampa game. Thinking, Orioles are going to gain a half a game, and they're not even going to have to swing the bats. Mm -hmm. And then the Angels, they blow it in the ninth. So what happens here, Tampa moves to within a game and a half. We must stress that the Orioles do own the tiebreaker against Tampa. And there's a half a game that needs to be made up. So if they are tied at the end of the season, the Orioles will win the American League's Eastern Division. But a frustrating couple of losses because Braddis especially, his qualities start wasted. And then Grayson, he scuffled. Not scuffled, but the pitch count got high. Gave up the two runs. And the thing is, Jose Ramirez worked him. Last night, Jose Ramirez, who's one of the best players in the American League, second at bat of the game, he got the pitch count elevated for Grayson Rodriguez. And in the at bats that Grayson faced him, Ramirez made him work. And that's why Grayson wasn't long for the game because he had 99 through five. And Jose Ramirez had a lot to do with that. So that's a professional hitter going up against a young pitcher who went fastball, fastball, fastball. He kept fouling them off. Then he resorted to breaking stuff. So I don't want to say Grayson caved, but Jose Ramirez made him work. 
And in the end, that led to him being pulled from the game. And then Hall came in and looked great. Lopi came in, didn't give up a home run, which was great. And then CNL Perez, who I jinxed. Yes. He struggled. And then uh, Webb came in and, you know, now you start to wonder, oh, oh, that's why the Angels got rid of him. And then Balvin, you know, he got out of it, but an impressive fly, but out of it nonetheless. So the Orioles have lost two in a row, three games left in this series. It's Dean Kramer against Shane Bieber, fresh off the IL, is Bieber. Orioles are still in a strong situation. They've already clinched the playoff spot. But now Tampa's got Toronto. And the Blue Jays got everything to play for here. As they take two out of three from the Yankees, they lose last night. So this is a, it's a killer weekend of baseball. We're going to get into all of it. Rockabaco joining us later in the show. Got our American League East report. But a tough loss for the Orioles as they lose a full game in the standings to the Tampa Bay Rays. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It is Featured Artist Friday. If you missed it yesterday, that reveal coming up here in a couple of minutes. Ravens take it on the Colts. Eight-point favorites. Indy coming in. Doesn't look like Anthony Richardson's going to play, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right, Vinny? I, Bob, let me just say this about the baseball, because I was listening to the Cleveland station. Uh-huh. And six walks and a hit batter. You're not winning many games. And, and a lot of those guys sc- scored. You know, that was that. Now, with Minshew, I, I think it's going to be raining Sunday. You know, the best thing for Mike McDonald is he doesn't have to worry about the quarterback running. Minshew's not going to run. And Minshew, Minshew's one of those guys that he can get hot. And and he can be cold. I mean, he played, what do you have, two starts last year from Philly. And I, th- uh, I think one he completed 56%, the other. You know, but he threw three interceptions and two touchdowns in the game. So he's he's capable of throwing the interception. Yeah. But he's also capable of making you pay. Yes, he is. He's that volatile quarterback that can either and suck or make you wonder, what the hell, where'd that come from all of a sudden? And two of their starters in the O-line looks like is going to be out for Indy. And I didn't think the O-line was very good. Anyhow, they're better run blockers. than pass. They're just not athletic. And maybe the rain will help them, you know, a little bit. But I think the Ravens are going to be able to get after their butts a little bit. And I don't think, I mean, Bob, you look at the receiving core from India. I mean, they don't have, there's nobody that scares you. Pittman, Pittman's, you know, they have three guys that have double digit targets. Otherwise nobody else. And none of them are burners and one's a tight end. So I, I think, I think we're going to see a lot of pressure and the balls, they, the ball comes out quick for them anyhow, because they can't protect. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed, featured artist Friday. Break that one out for you when we come back. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. I know you're frustrated with the Orioles losing two in a row. When you score three runs in two games, that tends to happen. Now looking to break out the whipping sticks against Shane Bieber, who's on a pitch count tonight of 80. Get him. Go get him. You got things to handle here. Magic number remains at seven because Tampa won, but they've got Toronto. Toronto's to, uh, trying to secure a wild card berth. Maryland host or at Michigan State, I should say. Seven and a half point favorites. Michigan State, the Spartans. Mel Tucker's going to get fired, but he's saying they're firing me for the wrong reasons. They're trying to save money. Not looking out for this person who's accusing me of things that I may or may or not have done under an adult relationship. Mel Tucker's getting a ton of money. They realized probably middle of last year, oops, 
We made a mistake with that one. Maryland looking to go 4-0 for the first time since uh, 2021. They were 4-0. They hosted Iowa on a Friday night. We all know how that went. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Well, you know, the, the base runs are, are the same. You know, probably it's more the quarterback design runs where, you know, they want it to ultimately end up in the quarterback's hands, I would imagine, go down a little bit. Uh, and those are different types of situations that pop up in the game, but it's it's uh, it's more similar than you anticipate. Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, talking about the differences in the Colts offense of Gardner Minshew. Starts versus Anthony Richardson, who hasn't practiced this week. It's featured on his Friday, Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Pearl Jam. Song's called Jeremy. Not about Jeremy Kahn. About Jeremy. Guy decided he wanted to shoot off his classmates. It's a dark song. But Pearl Jam coming your way for the next three and a half hours or so. If you want to get in, pick a song. You can at 410-583-1057. Plaza for text line. We got a lot to get to today. Orioles trying to uh, secure that AL East. They've lost two in a row. Tampa came from behind to walk off the Angels. We'll talk about that. Ravens, eight-point favorites over the Indianapolis Colts. Colts coming off a win against Houston, but they're banged up. Jonathan Taylor's been out all year. Probably once out, period, when it's all said and done. Ravens trying to improve to 3-0. Ravens and Dolphins, the only two AFC teams undefeated. Thursday Night Football last night, which we'll get to later in more detail. San Francisco handle the Giants. Brandon Ayuk was out, so Debo Samuel decided, well, I'm going to play like I did two years ago. And he did. Yeah, he was a battering ram. You know, I mean, he was making a ton of ton of plays after the catch. Uh, the thing was, was their defense was just so dominant, the Giants couldn't do anything. I mean, that's what it came down to. Dan, Daniel Jones did nothing. You know, not having Barkley. I mean, what they, they uh, I think they had, what, 100 yards at the half, the Giants? 
So it was. Yeah, their leading rusher was Matt Breida with like 14. Yeah. He did score a touchdown. Yeah, that was like a 10-yard run. Yeah, and he and, carried. And that was, he, right. he, 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 he bull rushed him. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but either way, San Francisco they win, they cover the spread. They're three and zero. They're a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. But then we'll get to the keys here, Vinny, coming up in a couple of minutes. Minshew versus Richardson. In your opinion, who gives India a better chance to beat Baltimore on the road, probably in the rain, as significant underdogs? Yeah, I, I mean, Bob, when you look at Richard Richardson's completing sixty three percent of his passes but they're all dink and dunk. I mean, he's averaging 5.9. I mean, Bob, that ball comes out so quick. They don't even look down the field, but he's their second leading rusher with 75 yards. That's the big, he had two rushing touchdowns in the game against Houston. They were up 14, nothing and both were his rushing touchdowns. So I think it's much easier for what the Ravens have defensively and the receivers that they're going against to go against Minshew. I mean, he's a better passer. He understands the offense better. And the ball's still going to come out quick, but you don't have to worry about the quarterback run where with Richardson, you know, they probably have a spy and, you know, but because that's a big 6'4", 240-pound dude that can run. You know, you don't have to worry about that. Now, you weren't here yesterday. And a couple of days ago, we were talking about why the Ravens were bringing in running backs. Yeah. To visit the team and ultimately Kenyon Drake return. Well, come to find out Justice Hill has turf toe because we were speculating that I guess old Melvin Gordon's on his way out the door. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's probably going to be the number two back coming up Sunday against Indy. Not saying that's a terrible thing, by the way, but he's not the Melvin Gordon we saw in his prime with the Chargers when he was making Pro Bowls and uh, rushing for thousands of yards, et cetera, et cetera. But Justice Hill, like Darius Washington on Tuesday, these injuries just kind of... Uh, look at Trayvon Diggs, and that was a severe injury. The NFL doesn't want you to have nice things right. because injuries take away your fancy toys for sure. Yeah, and, and the thing, Bob, the only thing is with without Justice Hill, what are they losing? To me, he was their starting back, and and he had a significant role because he was running the speed stuff, the outside stuff, catching balls out of the backfield, and was one of their best special teamers. You know, and with turf toe, you know, that that can linger. I mean, that can be around for a while. So that's what disappoints me because, Bob, I mean, Kenyon Drake, you know, whoever they're bringing in, they're all kind of the same. None of them are fast. So who's... You know, until they get Mitchell back, you know, that'll be the guy that'll have to come in and give him some outside speed, you know, and he's not eligible till after, till week five, which kind of sucks because, I, yeah, I'm just kind of, it limits their offense with the outside, outside runs. Yeah, we got keys coming up, as we said, through two games. <laughs> right now, India's seventh in rush defense. That's because everybody's throwing. Again, I mean, C.J. Stroud was dicing him up last week. Well, the thing about it, Bob, like when I watched the film, Jesus, their defensive front is really good, real, and their linebackers, Bob. This Franklin kid, you know, when and he's a seven, he's a seventh year guy. He's six foot two thirty five. He was nothing, and then Leonard got hurt last year, missed most of the last year, and all of a sudden he went from like thirty tackles to over a hundred, and he's a tackling machine. Their front is very good against the run. 
That's that is one of the reasons. They're it's not because everybody's throwing. It's because they're good up front, and they cause and they're going to cause some hell against the Ravens' offensive line. You know because Buckner, I mean he's good, and Grover Stewart, defensive tackle, he's good inside. I mean what Bob because like they. They get up the field is what they do. They're going to cause penetration and let their linebackers run. So off the snap, boom, they're coming up the field right now, and they're trying to disrupt and then let their linebackers make plays. And their linebackers – I mean, Franklin's got 30 tackles. He leads – I think he leads the league in tackles. Yeah, Zaire Franklin out of uh, Syracuse. Mm-hmm. They do have nine sacks, too. Do the Indianapolis Colts. Quiddy Pay's got a couple of those. We'll get into all of that and more coming up in a few as we get into keys to the game. Merged with a little film study. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, joining us 11 o'clock. Whip around 11.15. Kevin Bowen, right? Out of the uh, 107.5. Over, under, I say 105.7, the fan when I introduce him. You did well last time we had him. Okay. So, 107.5. I just jinxed Cena Perez. So, he's the jinx of the day. 107.5. He'll preview the Colts with us coming up here in about an hour or so. But let's get out to the phones. Orioles lose yesterday again on national television. What the hell is all that about? Uh, the Ravens are eight point favorites. Maryland's on national TV. Seven and a half against Michigan State. Keith Cavanaugh breaks it down coming up in a couple hours. Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's up? Hey, good morning, Bob and Vinny, man. How y'all doing? Good. Doing all right, dude. How you doing? Right, right. I'm all right, man. Um, I'm all packed up. Going to see my Cowboys play this weekend, man. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Um, my condolences on the Trayvon Diggs injury, by the way. Yeah, it was a tough one, man. Tough one, man. I'm just, I don't know what's going on around the league. I don't know all these players getting injured, you know, man. That's it's just, just like a, I mean, that's a non-contact, you know, that's, it It just happens. Yeah, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad he got his money, though. You know, at least he signed his contract. He'll be back so, in a, in in a year. Yeah, well, hopefully we make a deep playoff run. You know, he could yeah. be back then. You know, because I plan yeah, on them an ACL, making ACL nine months. I don't see that one. Not a corner. Oh uh, yeah, I guess not then. But I'm, I'm quite sure the uh, the great Dan Quinn. You know, gonna make some adjustments, man. And somebody went to step up to the plate. But uh, luckily, we won't need him this weekend in uh, in Arizona. You know, <laughs> that sucks. So hey, Josh Dobbs <laughs> is like what. Yeah, and exactly. Hollywood Brown, hey, maybe Hollywood will have 500 yards. Who knows? Yeah, I, I was, that would have been a good matchup, Hollywood Brown versus Diggs, you know, to see that, man. But it is what it is, though. Um, but on to them Orioles. But, man, I really want them to get to 100 wins because, like, I don't think they've won 100 wins in my lifetime. 1980 you know, is the last time they won 100 games. 1980? 1980. And they didn't even make the playoffs because there was no what? wild card back then. Yeah, the Yankees won 103. Man, that's crazy. Well, I was born in 85, so I definitely wasn't alive for that. You've you know, seen but, plenty uh, of 100 lost seasons, though. <laughs> Flip yeah, that thing around. 95 yeah, to 58 is what? 153? Uh, nine games yeah. left. They got to win five and nine to get to 100. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure they can do it. If not, um, luckily yesterday I spent all this money on, on, on uh, playoff tickets. I got me a wild card ticket and also a game to the ALCS. So just in case – they want to squander this lead to the Rays. You know, you never know what's going to happen these last well, nine. Well, if they but. lose the division, they'll be the number one wild card, which means they'll play the third, fourth, and fifth, if necessary, at Camden Yards. Mm, right. Yeah, well, 
I mean, like Ray and Baltimore said yesterday, man, I, I, I don't want them to get the wild card because I got a bad feeling about that. Yeah, no, know, no, no, no. That you got to rest this thing up, and everyone needs to to refocus, not refocus, but rejuvenate themselves. Get that week would be huge. And Tampa's thinking the same thing. Uh, Minnesota, they're actually going to have to play right out of the gate because they're going to be the third division. But Houston, how about Texas and Seattle play tonight? How about that series? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good series right Huge. there. You know, but uh, well, we shall see, though. I mean, we need a day off, too, man. It's like we've been playing forever. Now, let like, me ask you, you know. this, though, Sean, and I love you, and you work with my brother Vic, and, you know, for that, uh, I'll always be grateful because you were buddies with him. But when you say football, we are you talking Ravens or Cowboys, <laughs> or is it a we like fifty E's? <laughs> it depends what team I'm talking about, man. But you know, it's, it's a habit, man. They, they tease me about that on the morning show, man. I gotcha. But, yeah, man. But uh, like I said, um, go Ravens, go Cowboys, Bob. But both of my teams should come away with a victory this weekend. Oh, uh, so, big I time! Mean, See you, yeah, Pickles, next week. Yeah, I'll be down there Friday, man. I see you. You got it. Here's Rashawn, everybody. Big Ravens and Cowboys and Orioles fan. It's Vinny at 8105.7 The Fan. Orioles lose last night 5-2 to the Indians. They tie it. You figured, oh, this is it. We're going to do what we've been doing all year long. Come from behind. And then the eighth inning happened, and things went kind of pear-shaped for the birds of Baltimore. We'll talk about the uh, second game later on in the show with Rock and Baco. We'll get to the American League East report as well. Ravens are eight-point favorites against the Colts. Still not really knowing who the QB is going to be, but it's going to be Gardner Minshew. No, I, I, quarterback, that's just like Burrow, Bob. They're talking about Burrow. You know, he ain't practicing. He ain't playing. Yeah. You know, it's, Burrow, I was watching Espen, his interview. He looked very somber. Yeah. Vague yeah. in so, regards to me, the answers there. To play quarterback, you know, like you're Richardson. You, you started one year. In college, mm-hmm. all right. Then you're coming to the NFL, and you've you started two games. You got knocked out in both, and you don't practice all week. And you're going to be ready to play an NFL game on the road against a good defense in Boulder? No way. Ravens big favorites against the Colts. Keys coming up next. Joe Schaefer, eleven o'clock. Whip around eleven fifteen. Kevin Bowen, one oh seven point five. Talking about the Colts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's from Indy. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient. We're moving on, and we're playing our ass off. It's an NFL football game right here. 105.7 Buff Fan. Ravens take it on the Indianapolis Colts coming up here Sunday at 1 o'clock. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored brought to you by Rice Murtha Pesaurus coming up from the Horseshoe Casino downtown Baltimore. We start at 10 o'clock with our stuff getting ready for the game. But the Ravens looking to improve to 3-0. Indy 1-1 coming off a win against Houston. How do the Ravens achieve that victory? Let's talk about those keys. Yeah, number one, Bob, is I'm, I'm starting with um, the defense first. Pressure the quarterback and, and why? Their O-line is not good. I mean, even when Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly were playing, the O-line wasn't good. And now Ryan Kelly and Quentin Nelson both have not practiced, you know, all week. So I'm getting Kelly's a concussion. So I'm guessing that those guys are out. They they run block better than they pass block, Just be, but they're not good athletes. That's the biggest problem. You know, and I remember uh, Bernard Raymond, you know, he was Northern, I think that was the Northern Iowa kid or, uh, you know, but he was third round pick in 22 by them. But he just, he's not, he's a big, you know, like physical guy, but he can't, they don't move their feet very well and pass. And that's why uh, people stunt, twist. You want to get them moving sideways. Yeah. We had linked him to the Ravens for a bit there. But, um, they don't move their feet well, so I'm I'm guessing that we're going to see a lot of stunting, twisting movement of the defensive linemen because that's where they struggle. Number two, tackle well. And why do I say that? Because the ball's going to come out quick. I mean, Richardson averages 5.9, and uh, Minshew, he's played one game, he averages like six of them. But in watching the film, the ball comes out extremely quick because they know the O-line doesn't hold up very well. And so they dump it off extremely, extremely quick. And they and Michael Pittman's a big receiver. He's not a burner. You know, and Josh Downs, he doesn't look like a real big guy, and he doesn't he doesn't break a lot of tackles. And then the other they have three guys with double digit catches. So and that's where the ball's gonna come, you know, and the others grants in a tight end. So just tackle them after the catch because the only way they're going to make a lot of yards because the ball's coming out so quick is to make plays after the catch. So if the Ravens tackle well, I think they'll, they'll do well. And then make them one-dimensional. Um, they don't run the ball that well. Actually, offensively, they're 19th. They're averaging 95 yards. So make them one-dimensional. Why make them one-dimensional? Because Richardson's their second-leading rusher, and if he's not playing, they have one back. You know, that's had 98 yards. Otherwise, they have nobody. And then Minshew, you know, can't move. Then you can attack him. If they can't run and they've got to throw it all the time and Minshew's got to stand back there and beat you, Mike McDonald will be coming after him because I think, you know, like they challenged. Last week, the Ravens challenged the best receivers that they're going to play against. Speed guys. And this week, 
with bigger guys that are going to like Pittman and Stevens. That's a perfect matchup, you know, unless he's throwing back shoulders all day and Stevens can't find a ball, but he'll be able to cover him. So I think for the Ravens, it's a good matchup there. Now they got to be solid on teams, you know, and you always say, well, the Ravens are great on teams. Last week, they gave up a punt return for a touchdown and they missed a field goal. Totally unRaven-like, although it was a 59-yarder, and he did make a couple after that. But the only way that the Colts, you know, can be in this game is, you know, the only reason Cincinnati, I mean, Bob, like you said, I mean, it felt like a blowout. It should have been like 13-3 at the half, and the only reason that Cincinnati had any momentum was because they had that punt return for a touchdown. Now, offensively, over 75 yak yards why do I say that? The corners don't tackle well. Number 39 and 23 are the corners. And they play off coverage. I mean, if I'm a Ravens receiver and they're playing off coverage, you know, I think Bateman's going to have a big game because I'm guessing Odell's not playing. He hasn't practiced all week, you know, and because they got Aguilar. But uh, Bateman and Flowers, you get them in space, I think they're going to make a bunch of yards. So um, I think that... Uh, Yak yards, I think, because the two corners, they play off and they don't tackle well. I mean, Houston had 370-some passing yards. And I'm like, how did they get so many yards? They missed so many tackles. And even the safeties missed tackles. Uh, number six, Lamar have over 300 total yards. The defensive line, and it's going to be interesting to see how they do it because their defensive line, they get their third in sacks with eight. They get up the field. And they get after your butt pretty good. And I think the Ravens' old line, you know, is going to have some problems with them because Buckner, Buckner's really good inside, 99. I mean, he'll get up the field. He'll cause both guards. He'll cause center. He'll cause him a lot of problems. And then, but if they rush up the field too far, boom, Lamar's going to have a crease. So I think Lamar's going to get some rushing yards. And throwing, you know, I mean, just like last night, the, the Niners had over 200 yak yards, you know, and yep. guys making plays. So I think they've got a chance. And, uh, you know, I was going to put over 100 yak yards. Then I said, ah, maybe that's asking too much. But over 70, I, I'd be disappointed if they don't have over 75 yak yards and Lamar have over 300 total yards. Now, run for over 100 yards. And I think this is kind of a key one because they play, they're seventh against the rush. And they're good. Their defensive front is good. Really good because what they do is they penetrate with their four defensive linemen. They get up the field, and then they let their linebackers run and make plays. And Franklin, the li- number 44, when you're watching, he leads the league in tackles. He's got 30. Zaire Franklin. He's all over the place. And then Leonard, who had been hurt, you know, he's got 12 tackles. You know, so they've got guys that can make some tackles. But if the Ravens can rush for over 100 yards... Then play action pass and all those things. Oh, they're going to. If the Ravens rush for well over 100 yards and Lamar gets 300, it could be puffy pants type game. And then um, the next one is O-line handle their front. They got to allow less than two sacks because these guys are going to get up the field. They're going to get pressure on Lamar and Lamar's got to help them out with that like he did last week. And they're going to blitz. They're going to come after you. They'll come after you, but... They got to be careful when they come after him. They went after Stroud, but Stroud is not Lamar. Stroud doesn't want to run. Lamar will run and can run. So that's going to be interesting to see 
how they do it. And then the last one, Bob, is handle the weather. You know, that that's what's going to be interesting because, I mean, it's supposed to be ugly Saturday and Sunday. Um, what I read in the weather forecast right now, uh, rain in the morning, showers in the afternoon, 11-mile-an-hour winds. I mean, the worst game I've seen, Bob, was when they played the Niners. That was an ugly day. And it was a high-scoring game. It was uh, 2019. Yeah, because I was there. there. Yeah. I was sitting in the Ruth Chris box. Man, it was. Uh, but Lamar Two playoff have, teams that year. Yeah, too, and Lamar doesn't have a problem with the wet ball. So um, I, I I like I like this matchup. And, you know, Indy, they lost at home 31-21 to a good Jacksonville team. They won on the road at Houston. 31-20, which is good because we saw Houston and we puffy pants Houston. And Kinda, we played like sorta. crap. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. played and we were much better. The Ravens were much better the second week than the first. The O-line was much better. The offense was much better. We just need to see that progression. Just if Lamar can just keep, you know, taking steps, getting better. You know, with the rain, I think it it when it rains, it's always advantage wide receivers over DBs. Yeah, Ravens eight point favorites in that ball game. If the Ravens would have played in Week One like they did against Cincinnati last week, it would have been a puffy pants no, no. against Houston. New to the show, puffy pants means remember the old MC Hammer video. Break out the puffy pants. It's Hammer time. It's Vinny and Haney one hundred five seven. The fan will come back. Take your phone calls. Orioles lose uh, last night five to two. Birds have lost two in a row. I'm gonna. I'm not Earl Weaver. I'm not Casey Stengel. They've scored a what? Uh, how many runs in the last two games, Nolan? <clears throat> Three. There you go, everybody. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Buddy. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Vin. Pearl Jam. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers is chosen by you, the people. Featured artist Friday. Nolan, you a Pearl Jam guy? I know you're a Kanye West kind of dude. And Kanye West fans probably don't tend to be Pearl Jam fans. But, you know, some bands just transcend genres and ear candy for everybody. Some people are just music fans. Yeah. I like Pearl Jam. Okay. Now, if you start asking me to name songs and albums, I'm going to struggle. Name this song. Well, it's black. Okay. You just played somebody it. Somebody <laughs> requested it, but. <laughs> this is a good song. <laughs> but I hear you. Now, is uh, Ye still banned because of the I, meltdown well, with uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s alleged girlfriend? Don't get me going here. Okay. <laughs> we'll save that. We'll save that for the fun house later in the show. Orioles lose last night 5 2. To the uh, Cleveland Guardians, and in the loss, they lose a game because Tampa walked off L.A., coming from behind in the ninth at the Trop. Dean Kramer against Shane Bieber. Baltimore baseball tonight at 6. Me and Jim Hunter getting you ready for game two of this series. Last road trip of the year for the Orioles before they hit the final homestand against Washington and Boston. Ravens eight-point favorites against the Colts. We're assuming Anthony Richardson and Kelly 
and Nelson aren't playing for them on offense, which does not bode well for them offensively. Normally, Bob, if it's DNPs did not practice Wednesday and Thursday, I mean, we'll know for sure today because they got to, you know, put them questionable or out, you know, so this afternoon – Probably even for Indy, they I think they practice in the morning because we always get their report yep, earlier yep. than the Ravens. So I and I don't think any of the seven guys. The only one that may be possible would be Odell, but good, I don't think any of them are good news for the Ravens. Though yesterday was Jadavian Clowney was back and practiced fully as he dealt with an illness a couple of days ago. Bob, with no way out, and, and if Clowney didn't play, who's playing? Well, when we do our picks later. <laughs> I don't want to Haney hex Jadavian Clowney, but I'm thinking multiple sacks, perhaps, for old number 24. Let's get out to the phones. Go to Paul in Baltimore. Paul, what's happening here on this Featured Artist Friday? Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks good morning. for taking the call. Yep. Um, on the Orioles' bullpen, it's, I think it's pretty obvious watching these guys. They are just gassed at this point. And uh, so I had a couple questions or, or get your thoughts on a couple things. One is, why do you think – they are more gassed than the other teams' bullpens. I mean, I think I think we've played a lot of closed games all year, and I think Hyde uh, he's got a little bit of a quick hook, both with the starters and the relievers. So you know, maybe that. But can they? You know, what kind of options do they have for for maybe bringing some guys up short term, and uh, you know, maybe you bring up Crable, uh, send down Lopez, then do the reverse after after Crable pitches a couple days. Well, Lopez um, isn't eligible for the playoffs because they got him after September 1st. Hyde specifically mentioned Tyler Wells by name yesterday because his velocity is uh, ticked up, even though his, if you look at his stature, he sucks because his earned run average is pretty robust at Norfolk. And uh, Cole Irvin is doing some things. So there's a couple of familiar faces. But Lopi, if you're worried about Lopi getting dopey, Paul in the playoffs, it ain't going to happen because he's not eligible for the post. Well, I'm worried about him getting dopey before we get there. <laughs> I mean, can we, can, I get that he's here to, to eat innings sure. and, and not worry about his arm because he's not going in October, but can we get someone else up here? Because these guys are just tired. When, and, to, and to your point, and a great call, have a great weekend. I mean, Tampa's bullpens, other than what the Orioles did to him on Sunday, mm-hmm. they've been like destroying people. I mean, the high velo guys, and they're getting everybody out, and doing great things, but uh, seeing how Perez, he had pitched very well. Now, he had given up inherited runners, but yesterday he comes in and looked like the guy that we saw in like April and May, who was terrible. So, yes, the bullpen being a concern, absolutely, because in the playoffs, and if they're the wild card team, it's all hands on deck. And if Brandon Hyde's giving you the old vaudeville hook now, what do you think is going to happen in a playoff game where it's two out of three? Yeah. You're at six pitches. <laughs> See ya. You're out of here. All right, let's go, let's go to Malcolm and Owings Mills. Malcolm, what's happening? How you doing, Vinny and Haney? How Good. you doing, Malcolm? Good morning to you guys. Good morning. You hey, too. hey, Vinny, Vinny, I got a question for you. Yep. And I, I, I trust that you're going to give me your honest answer. So it's two quarterbacks that me and Q has been debating on. Actually, I'm the elderly guy that he referred me to a couple of days ago. I've never been referred to as an elderly guy, but uh, sucks, I, I, doesn't I, it? How old are you, brother? Malcolm? Just out of curiosity, how old are you? 
I'm 61. You're old, dude. No, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm 58. How old are you, Vinny? 63. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all in that elderly. Yeah, we. I got my ARP card. I don't know about you, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, I got one too. That's right. But I didn't realize that I sounded that old over the airwaves. But you called me out, Q. So listen, and, and he charged you, Vinny. But I'm I'm gonna ask you this question. Well, two questions, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why I'm asking you this. Okay. Would you agree that Barrow has some skills that he's good at that Lamar is not quite good at? Agreed. Okay. Would you also agree that Lamar has some skill sets and talent that Barrow can't do as well? Agreed. Totally agree. Okay. Okay. So this is the reason why I'm asking you these questions. Brother Q, first of all, he put words in my mouth and said that I said that Lamar was better than Barrow. I never said that, Q. And I know the brother is listening. What I did say was both of them are skilled, good quarterbacks, but I don't think their talent levels are all that world apart. That's what I said, Q. Now, I never said Burrow was better than Lamar, and I certainly didn't say Lamar was better than Burrow. And Q expressed to us how he really don't like running quarterbacks. And that's fine, Q. This is Sports Radio, you entitled to your opinion, and I respect it. Uh, now, this is my opinion on the matter. Yeah, real quick, we're coming up on the top, Malcolm. Okay, I'm going to be yeah, 10 yeah. Seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, okay. All right, so when your offensive line is not having a good day and your quarterback is getting pressured and he has to make something positive out of a negative, I choose Lamar in that one. You know, I, 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 I do. And I'm not saying Burrow can't get out of a bad situation, but I'm saying when that pocket is collapsing and it's funky, mm-hmm. give Lamar me Lamar. Again. There you go, Malcolm. Yep. Thank you for the call. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. By the way, Q's 72 years old. For those who may not know, when we come back, Jonas Schaefer is going to be joining us. Talk some Ravens with him, and I'll reset when we come back after the top of the hour. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.